is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League, the WHL Broadcast Partners, and Bauer Hockey. Here's your host, John Keane. Hey, and welcome to the show. Ahead, Berkeley Catton, the first overall selection in the WHL Prospects Draft. Spokane Chiefs made the pick Thursday. Berkeley set to join us in a couple minutes after a recap of the first five selections. WHL alumni and longtime NHLer Brent Seabrook is trying his hand at coaching. He's helping out the Vancouver Giants with Michael Dick away at World Juniors. We'll catch up with the former Lethbridge Hurricane captain and ask him about his new temporary gig. And Portland Winterhawks forward Jaden DeRoe just went off last week. He's the WHL Player of the Week. He'll wrap up the show later with Nick Merrick. The 2021 WHL Prospects Draft was held virtually on Thursday. The top 2006-born talent selected by the 22 WHL teams. Commissioner Ron Robison kicking off the day. On behalf of the Western Hockey League and our 22 member clubs, welcome to the 2021 WHL Prospects Draft. This is an exciting time of year for prospects and their families as they get ready to determine what WHL team will be selecting them in this year's draft. The Spokane Chiefs then had the floor, delivering the first overall selection, Assistant General Manager Jim Hammett. The Spokane Chiefs are very proud to select with the first overall pick in the Western Hockey League draft, Berkeley Catton. Hammett says Catton, the Saskatoon, Saskatchewan product, is a franchise player. Well, first of all, he checks off a lot of boxes for us. We value uh, character in the organization. He has that uh, tremendously talented uh Kurt person, uh, really liked his family as well. Uh, really liked the offensive upside that he brings. Berkeley Catton will be joining us here in moments after being the first overall pick. The Chiefs then promptly announced the player signing. The Tri-City Americans were up next. Assistant GM Roy Stasiuk. The uh, Tri-City Americans are very happy and proud to select from the Delta Academy Wild under-17 prep, left winger Jordan Gavin November 13th, 2006. Stasiak then asked what led to Gavin at number two. The big thing about Jordan is he's got an incredible track record of scoring, going all the way back to the Brick Invitational. So he's done it year in, year out. He's put up big numbers, and he also makes other players better around him. Uh, Another key for us is we're building a championship team where we're trying to build a championship team. And for that, you need uh, catalysts. You need players that score in big games, big performances, and Jordan was an integral part of the uh, recent uh, Team BC win at the WHL Challenge Cup. The branded Weed Kings then took the virtual stage with picks back-to-back at number three and four. Weed Kings Director of Player Personnel, Chris Moulton. The Brandon Weed Kings would love to select uh, with the third overall pick in this year's draft from the Edge Academy's U18 team, defenseman Charlie Ellick. Charlie Ellick, first defenseman off the board. Weed Kings then moved to the fourth overall pick, snagging Saskatoon centerman Roger McQueen. Molten pleased to get both picks into their mix. Uh, you know, similar characteristics to the defense we just took. You know, the fact that you can get a skilled hockey player with a high IQ uh, in that large of a frame is super appealing to us. You know, we want to we wanna make sure that we get guys that can play the game and think the game at a high level, and we think Roger does that. The Red Deer Rebels holding the fifth pick. Associate General Manager Sean Sutter made the selection. Red Deer Rebels are proud to select from the South Island Royals, Ole Josephson. Sutter on his newly drafted player, Ole Josephson. Well, I think he's the guy that, uh, he's the first guy going over the boards. 
you know, the trust and the responsibility that he brings, uh, whether it's as a teammate, uh, a coachable player. Um, I think he's got a lot of dimensions to his game. Uh, in addition to being a good skater and being a smart player, uh, there's layers and dimensions there that he can play in all situations. And at the end of the day, he's a guy in a seven-game series that we want to go to bat with. Hey, congratulations to all the players chosen in the Prospects Draft Thursday. A complete list of picks is available online at whl.ca. This is the WHL This Week, presented by Bauer Hockey. He goes first overall in the WHL Prospects Draft to the Spokane Chiefs. Berkeley Catton out of Saskatoon with the Saskatoon Contacts joins us here for WHL This Week. Hey, Berkeley, what a day for you yesterday. I'm sure it came as no surprise you were that first overall pick, but uh, what a moment nonetheless for you. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, pretty cool experience. What was the whole lead-up like? You had to wait seven months for this draft, right? Because it was pushed back so far. So, you know, it was a, it was a lot of waiting. And uh, for you and your, your colleagues of that, that 06 age group, it, was it tough at all? Or how did you guys get through this? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, uh, we obviously wanted it to happen. It was such a long build-up. And then yesterday was a pretty awesome day getting to see all my buddies go. And, you know, going myself, it was, it was an awesome day. Now, this was uh, really no secret, right? I mean, this was something you knew about, I think, here for, for a while, didn't you, with Spokane in the first overall selection? Yeah, I signed a couple a month back or so, so it was pretty cool to make it for everyone to know, though. Yeah, that's great. You know, you, you signed already. I mean, this is a signed, sealed, and delivered here. So what, what makes you think the Western Hockey League is, is the right choice for you? Well, I mean, yeah, I was ta- kind of talking about it before. It's just like I see all these amazing hockey players and humans coming out of it, like, uh, for example, Connor Zary, I mean, like, first-round NHL pick, I just think that's so cool. And if I could hopefully follow in those footsteps one day, I think that would be amazing. Well, you're following in the footsteps of another Saskatoon product who went to Spokane, Adam Beckman. Have you had a chance to speak with him at all? I, I spoke with him before the draft quite a bit, but not after. But, yeah, no, he's just an amazing guy. I mean, great leader, great hockey player. He's, he's kind of someone I look up to. Berkeley, have you been down to Spokane? That's a long way from Saskatoon, but uh, they have quite the pipeline there to that city. So uh, have you been down yeah. already? No, I, I, well, a while back when I was just 10 years old. I don't remember it too well, but mm-hmm. no, I've been down there once. But yeah, I've heard it's a great, great city. Not too big, not too small. Quite a bit of stuff to do. Yeah, I'm really excited to get down there. Yeah, you should be. It's a great hockey market for sure. Let's talk about your game, Berkeley. Your first overall selection. So obviously you have some skill and you put up some big numbers there with the contacts and you know, in your yeah. draft year. So let's talk about what kind of player you are. Um, I mean, I think I, I think I think the game pretty well. And uh, my skill set can, uh, can kind of keep up with it with my skating. And, uh, yeah, then obviously I think I like to win. I mean, super competitive. I think you have to be if you want to be, be a good hockey player. So I'd say that was kind of my main attributes. Yeah, that's great. Uh, you went down and played a year in Shattuck St. Mary's. How did that come to be? Oh, was, I think it's just, uh, I mean, you look at the players that have come out of there, and obviously they're amazing, Cindy Crosby, Nathan McKinnon, guys like that. So I just, it was a really cool experience, just unfortunately with injuries and stuff, I had to come back. But no, it was a cool experience, for sure. You have signed, so you're eligible to play games. Uh, at some point, is there talk of getting down to Spokane and, and making your WHL debut pretty soon? Yeah, I would hope so. I mean, it's always that's been a dream for a long time, so I hope I can... Make it happen sometime soon here. 
That's great. You know, Spokane, obviously in a bit of a, a rebuild phase. So, you know, getting yeah. the first overall pick and yourself uh, here is going to sort of uh, signal the start of that rebuild here. Are you okay with sort of being the, the face of the franchise as the team uh, gets back to where they've been, where they've won a pair of Memorial Cups? No, well, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I just I just can't wait to get down there and play and just meet all the guys and everything. Uh, then they drafted some real good guys this year. Will McIsaac, I've played with him a little bit. He's a good big D-man, so I'm just excited to go down and meet everyone for sure. That's great. What was yesterday like? I know you had a lot of uh, interview requests. We were talking on and off about setting up a time. I'm sure your friends were yeah. uh, blowing up the phone and, and lots of well wishes. Yeah. What was it like yesterday? Oh, it was pretty cool. The phone was definitely going off quite a bit but yeah a couple of interviews i mean it was nice to spend it with the family after all they've done for me so i say that would kind of be the biggest thing just with the family i mean they've done so much so i was really just thankful all right berkeley well said man uh, well welcome to the western hockey league and, and congratulations on being the first overall pick in the whl prospects draft thank you i really appreciate you having me on you're listening to the whl this week radio edition Former Lethbridge Hurricane captain Brent Seabrook went on to a long 15-year NHL career with the Chicago Blackhawks before injuries caught up with him. The Stanley Cup champion and former product of South Delta minor hockey has now jumped on the bench for the Vancouver Giants for a trial run as head coach Michael Dick joined Canada's World Junior coaching staff. I spoke with Brent, asked him how that gig's going so far. Well, I've been at it two days. So uh, I I did last week, I did... uh the game against the Rockets up in Kelowna and did pregame skate and whatnot, and uh, today was my second day. So it's uh, it's been fun. A uh, little nervous. Uh, last game, Mike and Keith were both uh, behind the bench, so I guess I get to take the reins tonight. So hopefully there's not too many too many men penalties. <laughs> well, we're watching that for sure. But uh, it must be the relationship with Michael Dick and Lethbridge, how this, this came together, or how did it uh, come for you? Yeah, I think it's sort of, you know, in a bunch of different ways. I've got a good relationship with the Toygo family. Um, you know, having the relationship with Mike, uh, he coached me 20 years ago in Lethbridge uh, as a 16-year-old. And then uh, my agent uh, and Scott Bonner, their relationship with the Giants uh, sort of, uh, you know, just sort of, uh, it worked out. So is this something you think you want to try now? Or, or is maybe something else you aspire to be is just kind of like an entry-level thing to see what you might want to do after your playing days? I'll let you know after Mike gets back, yeah. <laughs> I, got a, I got a free look at... Uh, at the coaching side of things, um, you know, I always had uh, a lot of respect for my coaches. I think they have a tough job trying to get us prepared as players, and and uh, you know, having uh, you know some great coaches in Chicago with Joel and, and Mike Kitchen, Mike Havland, uh, you know, a bunch of great guys there with uh, you know matching lines and things like that. Uh, I, I'm I'm open to anything. I, I, I think for me personally, I think uh, just learning as much as I can about uh, this side of the game. Um, you know, from management, uh, assistant management, coaches, uh, development, scouting, things like that. I just want to sort of see it all and and, uh, and go from there. When I think of Brent Seabrook, I think back to the 0405 Lethbridge Hurricanes. You were captain of that team. That was the lockout year. You remember how good uh, that central division was with Red Deer and with Calgary. Uh, and you guys had a great team, but boy, it was a tough just to compete in that division, right? So uh, how often do you think about your time in Lethbridge in your five years or four plus years you spent there? I, more than I thought I would. I think uh, you know playing with Christopher Stieg, um, You know we talked a lot about it. We still uh, we still talk. We were at the Hall of Fame game uh, for Hosa's uh, induction a couple weeks back, and 
and uh, we were talking about Lethbridge and, and, and uh, the old days and uh, I got a good buddy, uh, John Lammers, who, who lives close to me in Kelowna and uh, you know, it comes up every once in a while. So, uh, you know, it was a, it was a great time for me as as a as a player. I had great billets, uh, still in contact with them, and and uh, you know, it was uh, sort of the stepping stone, at the start of my career, and and uh, got a lot of a lot of great memories. Yeah, you know, you, you were such a warrior back then for the Hurricanes, and it sort of you know basically transcended you to that same role with with Chicago here. But you've been around this junior loop now for you mentioned just a few days. Uh, are you noticing anything? What's maybe transpired fifteen to seventeen years? What the differences might be in the league uh, as far as when you played and now when you see these guys here? Um, I, I think the big thing is is the speed. I think uh, everybody can skate. Not saying that my teammates back then couldn't skate, but uh, everybody's so fast with the puck. It's not as physical. I think it's sort of, uh, um, you know, being in the NHL, I noticed a lot there, obviously, just just, uh, from my my first couple years in the league to to what it is today. And and, uh, seeing this, uh, I was joking last week with doing some uh, some media stuff about how I, how I had to get out of the way a few times. These kids, everybody was flying around pretty good in a pregame skate, so it was uh, it's different. But uh, I'm looking forward to the opportunity and see what these kids got. What do you know about this Giants team so far? You have a fairly veteran back end to work with, right? And then uh, you got some high end skill up front. So, what have your impressions been of of the Giants to this roster? Uh, I think it's been great. I think uh, you know watching that first game and being a part of it in Kelowna, that was sort of my first look at uh, at all these guys and and. Uh, yeah, I think they got a, a, a team, uh, you know, from top to bottom that, that can compete. And uh, they work hard. They got a little bit of everything out there, some, some toughness, some physicality, some speed, some skill, um, some smart players. So that, uh, that's obviously nice to have. And, and uh, like you said, a veteran back end. But, uh, you know, their goaltender uh, is phenomenal. Watching him in Kelowna, he was, uh, he was pretty good. And, and uh, what they've done since, uh, since then. So, uh, yeah. You know, uh, it's funny, you mentioned all the things in, in hockey that you might be wanting to do here. Uh, what about ownership? Well, we've seen a lot of alumni come and say, hey, we want to be part of something. Uh, would that be something? Maybe you get some friends together and maybe take a stab at a team. Uh, maybe not at this level, but some level. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, uh, yeah, I, uh, we, I haven't been approached much or, or at all about it. So uh, we'll see uh, down the road if, if that's uh, something like that. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Brent, appreciate your time. Enjoy your time with the Giants, okay? You got it. Thank you very much. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. Well, he's back from the American Hockey League. Portland Winterhawks overage forward Jaden Durrell racked up 10 points in three games last week. Easy choice for WHL Player of the Week. Voice of the Hawks, Nick Merrick, has more. Joined alongside Winterhawks forward and recently named WHL Player of the Week, Jaden Durrell. Jaden, it was a huge week for the Hawks. A big week as well for yourself. 10 points and three games played, a couple of nice victories as well here on home ice. Uh, what was working well for you? Yeah, all the credit goes to my line mates and the team. You know, a goalie stood on their head all weekend. Dante with a great performance there against Everett. That was a huge win. And then line mates, you know, like most of those points are all assists. You know, I'm finding guys that are open, and they're getting to the right areas in the ice. You played the U.S. Division opponent so often last year because of the COVID-19 situation. You played the U.S. Division numerous times already this year. What is it about those games between Portland and Everett when you've faced them five, six times that really puts this Winterhawks team to a different level and that rivalry really gets renewed? Yeah, you know, I think any game really uh, everyone always gets amped up for, but especially when they're rivalry games, there's just that different mentality. It's that, that dog feeling, you know, like you want to 
you want to drag them across the ice. You want to just even when it's one nothing win, like you want it to be like seven nothing. Like it's just you wanna you want to win so badly that you just you don't like your enemy at all. And I think that U.S. division, that's how every team is there. And you know, you get to those other divisions, you don't play them as much, but it's a little less. But that mentality is still there. You've assumed a leadership role in your return to the Hawks, uh, wearing an A for your second consecutive season. What is it about this team's older group that's kind of helped them get over the hump? Where have you seen the change happen? Because Portland's starting to string together a couple of really nice wins, and your obviously point production's been tremendous in the last week or two. Yeah, I think uh, our leadership is really key this year. I think we have a lot of depth. You know, you look at our older guys this year, including myself, and I just think, like, you know, in previous years, we've always had that kickstart, that Jake Reishis, that Lane Gillis, Matthew Quigley, you know, like, I had all those guys. And last, you know, you have great role models like Cheech and Manic. And every day they just showed us what to do and how to lead by that example. So I think like being able to come through this whole process starting from 16, 17, and then seeing all those guys go through. And now that I'm at this point in my career where I'm the oldest and you know, like I just try and do every day what they do and just try and be better and just push myself every day to be the best I can be. We're with Winterhawks forward Jaden Durow and recently named WHL Player of the Week. Uh, Jaden, this week, a big one. Teddy Bear Toss here on home ice. It's one that the players always get excited for. I know you were excited too, and uh, you're trying to get that first goal on Teddy Bear Toss this Saturday. Yeah, obviously, you know, that's a big key. And then, uh, you know, after that first goal, you know, it's just it's, it's the ones after it. It's not about that first one. You know, it's exciting for everyone to get all the stuffed animals and, you know, raise awareness. But I think after that, you got to check back and, you know, like make sure you're ready for the next however long is left of the game, whether it's we don't score to the last 10 minutes of the third or if we score in the first two minutes of the first. You know, it's, it's a 60-minute hockey game. It's just like any other game. We just got to come out and get the two points as a win and as a team and get the victory. Jaden, you've been a huge part of this team since your return, playing top-line minutes on the power play, the penalty kill, a top-scoring line as well. You, Tyson Kozak, and Dawson Pasnak really taking this Hawks game to a next level. In the back of your mind, in your final season of junior eligibility as a 20-year-old, drafted by Tampa Bay. I'm sure you have plenty of scouts still looking at you. What are you trying to accomplish in this final stretch heading into the holiday break and into 2022 to really help you make the next jump in your hockey career? Yeah, um, scouts always come, you know, for the, like those top end guys, they look for those few first rounders, but then after they see those players, they always look at the end and they say, well, who's he working with? Who's he doing well with? All this. So, I mean, I'm very humbled. I got selected in the fifth round and, you know, like a lot of the guys, I find that, you know, like they're late sprouters. So, I think a lot of the scouts now that after this first half of the season, you know, people start to emerge and you get in the playoffs and that's where people really come alive is when you get this high intensity games, will guys dig into the competitiveness or will they back away or shy off from it? So I think, you know, second half is always a great response to everyone, you know, really shows what you're about and then leading into the playoffs and everything, you know, just being a good leader, role model and taking the team to victory is what really catches their eyes when you're a winning team and not losing. Jaden, thanks so much for doing this, and uh, good luck this weekend heading into the holiday break. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Back to you, John. Hey, thanks, Nick. Thanks for your help this week as well, and thanks to Berkeley Catton and Brent Seabrook for being our guests. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Western Hockey League in cooperation with the WHL Broadcast Partners and Bauer Hockey.